Oh, uh, hello. Hello. Didn't see you there. I'm <laughs> I'm Derek. This is Fancy running into you here. Ask. Asks. Ask questions. Another Saturday morning question for. Question. So, today, uh oh, True Neutral is gonna ask. True Neutral asks, what would be the best toy to be? Ooh. So put yourself in like a a Toy Story esque world. Uh, what what kind of toy would you be? Um. Some something that can that can glide or fly. Like nowadays, it'd probably be pretty cool to be a drone. Okay. See, I'm not sure I would want anything with a remote control. I mean, that's fair, but like, if nobody's using it, you can do all the remote controly things. Yeah, I suppose so. Because RC... RC can do all of those things on his own, but if somebody does take the control, somebody has control. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So. I feel like like a drone would be pretty sweet, but if I didn't want a remote control, like uh, like uh, one of those glidey planes, those this like simply put together glidey planes. Yeah, 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 like the little thin wood ones that you just slide it all together, and they never really fly right. They fly fine. They fly fine when you put them together, right? <laughs> Some of them are just not cut out right. Some that's, of them are just no, that's poorly true. made. <laughs> Some of them are, but if you if you get like the like. They are kind of like cheap wood, but if you get like the ten or fifteen dollar ones, like they're they're decent. They go together and they fly. Okay, I've never gotten expensive. I've always only gotten like the little free ones or whatever. Yeah, that people just hand out, and I'm like, these are just those. Those are decent. They're like some of them are cut out right, <laughs> but like if you if you get the ones that are like made for that, and they're like. Oh, an introductory to the like mini plane hobby kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're they're sturdy, they're sturdy and they fly. They're like a super nice paper airplane. That's a, all right. See, I was thinking maybe like a stuffed animal because stuffed animals are pretty mm, yeah. cherished most of the time. Yeah, that's fair. Cause like, I was thinking it w- that would be a fun one for me because like, it wouldn't matter if the child loved me. <laughs> I just leave. <laughs> I just go on the breeze and they'd be like, "Wow, that plane must have caught a weird draft." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just like go around and go where I wanna. I I'm an immortal like thing until yeah. my wood wears away, which would happen, but eventually, it'd eventually, be worth it. But yeah, you're right. If you were a stuffed animal, depending on whose stuffed animal you were, because like yeah, some of them get turned into dog toys, I guess. That's true, but also like, uh, my partner and I have an immense amount of stuffed animals. They just don't, they're just in their piles in separate places. Yeah, but that's like, you can still, when you're when the humans aren't around, the stuffed animals can still go do their stuffed animal thing. Yeah. And when the humans are around, they all get to be together in a nice little puppy pile. <laughs> yeah, that 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 is true. I just <laughs> like, uh, yeah, if, if you were like the treasured, stuffed bear and that was like the only like stuffed thing they had and they like cuddled you every night that would be a pretty charmed life uh, i was gonna say pretty miserable <laughs> well i mean it depends on your point of view of it because it's also like i don't you it's that stuffed animal probably goes everywhere with that child so you see a lot of things yeah you have someone that loves you and takes care of you right. a cherished stuffed animal like that gets 
pretty much stays in pristine condition except for the wear and tear of being taken places. Right, that, that's all true, but, like, because of that, you don't get to take advantage of your own autonomy. Like, yeah. Like, ever. Like, it's not... It wouldn't be a matter of, like, not being caught. It'd be a matter of, like, you don't get to get the chance to try to not be caught. Well... Not necessarily, because, you know, when the kid sleeps or whatever, you're going to wake up. Like, and yeah, if he's sleeping with you, like, you might wake up the kid, or you might not get back in time for... Like, Woody sleep. is very upset when Andy doesn't take him places with him. Woody wants to go places with Andy. Well, that's true. Uh, see, that's yeah, like, it's... it's almost like you are the chosen toy. Like, oh, I, I'm the favorite. I get chosen to go places with the human. Like... yeah. It almost puts you on a pedestal above the rest of the toys, <laughs> because you are the chosen toy. Which is why Woody gets so mad when he starts choosing Buzz. Right. Um, I mean, he changes his whole lifestyle there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cowboys are out. Spaceman's in. Spaceman. <laughs> You're not a... Sp- you- <laughs> Some of the line reads from Tom Hanks and that will just forever be in a million children's memories. Yeah, yeah. You are a toy! I think I, I almost always remember Buzz's... Who is it? Woody Allen that plays Buzz? Who plays Buzz? I don't remember. Uh, well, now I've lost it. Um, But I just always remember the line, You're a sad, strange little man. <laughs> and it's always funny because there's that... That's that jump cut where you see them talking, and as Buzz is saying that, you can see that Buzz is like easily a head shorter than Woody. Tim Allen. Tim Allen, that's it. Yeah. But Buzz is like very much shorter than Woody, and he's just like, "You're a sad, strange little man." Yeah. <laughs> it's like looking up at him. <laughs> it's great. It's funny shit. Yeah. Honestly. um... Being one of those aliens that just never leaves the machine. Yeah, yeah. So, along that same vein, I also thought it would be good, like, you know those those big, tall pits with the the nylon wires that hold the balls? Oh, yeah. In the pit? Just being one of the balls. Eh. Just, because, like, you have autonomy, you can bounce around, you can do stuff, you're just a sentient ball. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Other toys are pissing you off. You just bounce off of them, knock them over. (laughs) (laughs) You know, honestly, being like a... Being a ball just doesn't sound like a blast to me. But being like a a six-inch action figure... Oh, okay. Just just any general six-inch action figure, whether I've got accessories or not, just like being a guy that small, that'd be cool. I think That's I'd rather go for, like, wanted. one of the, the 10-inch ones, like like those uh, Dragon Ball Z action figures that my son has. Oh, like, yeah. about this tall or yeah. whatever. Yeah, those, those are, like, a 12-foot tall. Or 12 inch. feet. 12 inch? Yeah. yeah. I mean, with the hair, maybe, but if you didn't have the big spiky hair like that, that'd only be, like, 10 inches. Yeah. Still part of the manufacturing height. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that would be good. Because, like... I know. I think six inches may be a little bit too tiny. No, it's perfect. That's 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 the size where I can use a thimble for a hat, <laughs> and that makes me happy. 
I can use a pin for a sword or like, you know, at least like a, a short stabby thing. You know, I'm like, I want to use regular objects for like different regular things. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's, that is better than being one of those army men. Because yeah. the army men, their feet are like locked into place. Yeah, so they that have would to suck. like wobble around. Uh, fucking penguin waddle and army men. And they're so serious. Yeah. They're always very serious. Yeah. But they're good at like, they can hide in the Christmas tree and shit. Like, they, they're I really good the at what they do. The best toy to be would be a six inch version of a Joker action figure. Because <laughs> you just have this desire to create chaos and you just have six inches to do it with. <laughs> And so all of your like schemes would, they they would feel really epic if you were another toy, maybe. Yeah. But from any outside perspective, it'd be like you're knocking some stuff over, or like you're like taking over Rex and just like riding him around and bashing shit with him. Yeah. <laughs> like the the most like any human would ever see is like, wow, this room got messy. Yeah. <laughs> you're down there cackling under the yeah. bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a destructive force. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's just that's just really funny. Because... Sisters Barbies are torn limb from limb in her room or something <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it just being somebody with that level of like maniac sociopathic narcissism would would be so interesting at that scale because like he. He would have to do a lot to kill a toy. Does a six-inch Joker toy help Sid? No, I think he views it as, like... I I think... A toy joke... Okay. So let's delve into the philosophy of a plastic toy version... Of the a, Joker. A hypothetical plastic toy version of the Joker, a fictional character. Yes. Yeah. Um... He sees this kid. Maybe it's... He would see that as the wrong way because if he is chaos, the humans should be the order he is disrupting. So he might kill Sid. Well, I almost see it as maybe he... Like, maybe it's his experiments and Sid sees... Like, he wakes up in the morning and he sees that his toys have been fucked with and rearranged and made into amalgamous monsters. And it piques Sid's interest. And so... Joker toy creates Sid. Mm, no. No? <laughs> no, I don't see him creating amalgamations like that. No, not to fight off the, the Batman action figure, who's probably like one of those 12-inch ones, and it really pisses off the 6-inch Joker action figure. No, I don't feel like... I feel like he would have Even no the Robin's issue. like 8 inches tall, and he's like, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he'd have no issue... Um, Taking on a a Batman toy, like I I feel like that that would probably be an ideal situation where he has a Batman toy to fight against. Because if he doesn't, his his chaos is gonna just be either he's gonna find like a Bo Peep to focus on, or yeah, she's gonna be the Harley Quinn, obviously. Yeah, it's gonna be something like that. But like, like that's he, that clearly that has to happen. His primary and that, that makes Woody is, mad. <laughs> his primary goal shown throughout the Batman series is to 
show Batman that anyone can have that one bad day, including him. And he just wants to break break that line in Batman's moral mm-hmm. moral compass. Joker also seems to understand that. I mean, they both have they they need each other to stay around. Joker well, has always right. understood that at a base level. Yeah. That he needs Batman and Batman needs him. Without them, like they are nothing. Right. Uh, but like, if if he were to break Batman, show him that one bad day, they would just work together after that. Like, it would still just be chaos. Mm-hmm. So I, he. As as a toy, there would be some, like, either inherent or found knowledge that I can't really kill this other toy in the traditional sense. And so the the damage would be weird. He would, he would find weird ways to make it chaotic. Cause do you think he tried to do a villain team up with Zerg? Um, I think he would try to take advantage of Zerg. That's fair. Zerg seems easy to take advantage of. Yeah, he's, he's not the smartest guy. Yeah, he's a very, very classic, like, I am evil villain. Yeah. As far as, like, the toys are concerned. Uh, but, yeah. Also, I just realized that the Toy Story 2 contradicts the Buzz Lightyear lore. How do you mean? I mean, in Toy Story 2... It's revealed that Zerg is Buzz's father. Yes. Yeah. Um, in Lightyear, it's revealed that Zerg is a time-traveling Buzz, who is much older. Ah, uh, right. <laughs> right. Well, hmm. So, did did the toys just see Star Wars? Because that was the movie that those toys were based on. Yeah. Not, I mean, not Star Wars, Lightyear. Lightyear. Well, Lightyear was the movie that those toys were based on. Which is insane, actually, because that movie had, like, just too much, like, just grown-up concept. Like, it wasn't fun in, in like, a kid way. Yeah, I never I, saw it. I know there were a lot of people who liked it and a lot of kids who liked it because it was, it was fun and there was some good stuff in there for, like, all ages, but, like... It was, and it was Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, but the the main plot was that um, time travel trope where the, the guy is fighting himself to stop himself from doing the time traveling. Okay. Or to do it right or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Flash! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's that. It's that. It's the same, it's that same basic thing where he is, he has been time traveling so long that he fucked up and like, is Zerg. Yeah, but is also himself fighting Zerg. So, it's it's just like that. That concept is kind of fun, and while it might be a bit of a trope for an adult, it's still a weird thing to try and follow as a child. Yeah, that's but, fair. Like it's just, and the biggest thing that was made about this from like a critical stance, as far as I saw, was that was the lesbians. Okay. People complained about the lesbians in the movie. Oh, I didn't remember hearing about that, and I'm like, that seems like a silly thing to complain about. So I it really was. kind of stopped paying attention. They were just characters. They were, it was good. Like the, the story beats, the writing in this was all fine. It was just the fact that they did like a high-concept sci-fi movie um, with animations and characterization for children 
and then just didn't really make sure that the the story itself was suitable. Yeah. It's not like it's bad. It's not like it's inappropriate. It's just weird for a kids movie to do that. It shouldn't it just shouldn't feel so serious. Mm-hmm. There should there should have been a lot more levity in like the, the Are the are you asking things. why so serious? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, it, it's just a really intense time travel plot and it's just like not hmm. really not really what you would imagine like a 6-year-old Andy going like, "Oh fuck yeah, I want that Buzz Lightyear toy." It'd, yeah, he'd be more likely to like Jurassic Park or something, right? Yeah. God, when I was a kid, dinosaurs were just the coolest fucking thing. I still love dinosaurs, but when I was a kid, man, did I fucking love dinosaurs. Yeah, it turns out that's a pretty common thing that there's like, well, there there are a lot of dinosaur kids, and I knew about dinosaur kids, but some of those dinosaur kids don't leave it. Mm-hmm. And like I. Saw this post the other day. It was just like, "What's your favorite dinosaur?" And then, like, Ankylosaurus. Cool. <laughs> They've got um, a lot of. They just had like a lot of options, and it was just like the outline and the name, so you had a basic idea. Um, there were people who were like off this list, this one, but you know, it's a shame they didn't include these, this, and this. It's just like, why? Why do you just know those? That's insane to me. <laughs> I I like pterodactyls because they're really cool, big, scary birds. Um, kind of birds, kind of. Not all of them had feathers. Well, I, I which is even scarier. Yeah, uh, but their head shape is crazy. Yeah, I fucking love a pterodactyl because they're just big, scary birds. Uh, you know, there was one of them that had something like a. God, I can't remember how big it was. It's a huge wingspan. The terror bird? No, it was a type of pterodactyl. Uh, the thing was huge, too. Um, anyway, I was never a big dinosaur kid. I just thought they were kind of neat. I liked Land Before Time. Yeah. <laughs> it was the Quasicotylus. <laughs> Excuse you? Yeah. A uh, Quetzalcoatlus. Sorry. The Quetzalcoatlus. And, uh... Oh, of course. That's that's obviously why I said excuse you. Yeah, it's uh was as tall as a giraffe. So, a wingspan of over 40 feet. That's immense. Huge. It's like two average boats. Yeah, yeah. It's like what two school buses probably? A school bus for each wing? Probably a school bus and a half closer. Still though, huge. That's absolutely general and taller than as tall as a giraffe. Yeah, that's horrifying. I love it. That thing could eat me like, in one. It wouldn't Gulp. even. It wouldn't even bother. You're too small. <laughs> if it thought you were a threat, it just like stab you with its claws or something. Yeah, yeah, like maybe knock you over with its wind. Mm-hmm. Well, and they, those things because of the way pterosaurs were, they had the the claws on the. The joints of their wing oh, or whatever, yeah. so they could actually move and articulate and like climb on cliff faces and walk on all fours and shit. Cool. Yeah, no, like pterodactyls were actually fucking scary as shit. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be neat. Like, <laughs> look at here's like some some pictures of this thing. I know this is terrible for an audio medium, but 
Keenan needs to know exactly how scary these things look. Oh, the head <laughs> is so much bigger than I thought. Like the, the beak is just big. <laughs> like, it's so... I don't think you describe... The beak is like... Like, half of the wingspan. Yeah. It's huge. It just comes off of this big, long neck. <laughs> I... I it feels like they fucked up some bones, if I'm being honest. <laughs> it doesn't feel like his neck should be that long. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's just that. That's that's what it is. And it's... if I could have a three foot tall version of that as a pet, I would love it forever, and I would name it Hieronymus. And I love that all the pictures are of it standing. Like none of them are of it. Like in flight or anything like that. Yeah. They're all of it standing, which makes me wonder if it even could fly. Or it probably just would glide. It would probably, like, jump off, go off of cliffs and just glide down to where it needed to go. Yeah. Honestly. Well, it probably pulls its head back to fly. I think it I think it probably flew. You think? Yeah. Mm, maybe. You see, you see how long its head is? It would just pull it back like a swan. And it would, like, curl all back up. And then it'd be like this nice, tight little plane figure. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, kind of. Because there are like... <clears throat> there's like an image here of like... Down there, that little diagram of like it with its wings kind of spread out. And they look just more like glider wings almost than any... They do look more like glider wings, but... Yeah, I feel like if it tucked its head back, it could fly. But now I could be also be very wrong about that. It's definitely, it doesn't look like a, a traditional pterodactyl as one would think of it, I no. don't think. But it definitely is a pterosaur, and it's definitely terrifying. Yes. That was good. <laughs> uh, terrifying with a P. <laughs> uh. What What other toys could, what would it be to be a Magic 8-Ball? Oh, that would be a rather boring existence, wouldn't it? I, I mean, mean, people could just ask you things and you shake yourself and do you choose the answer you give and you just shake yourself anyways? Uh, maybe. Maybe every answer is just totally random. Actually, no. Feel... Oh, wait. What Magic 8-Ball's you... not alive, Yeah, is it? no. Woody uses Magic 8-Ball. It's not alive. Why not? Maybe balls can't be alive. Because the Pixar ball... The, the classic Pixar ball with the star on it, mm -hmm. that's also in this movie and is not alive. Maybe balls can't be alive. Maybe no balls. That's sad. Yeah. No, I'm sad about that. That's fair. Why can't balls be alive? I don't know. I, was, I just I can't think of an example of a Toy Story where there is a ball. No, me either. Is Everything it? that's alive, I guess, has to have like a face. I Well, the speaking spell doesn't. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Neither does Esther Sketch. Yeah. But they're both alive. Yeah, they're both fully functional. And the, the, the can, like, see and communicate. The horse says, doctorate denied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I wonder if, like, uh... No, I guess they, they can't use individual phrases. Like, they couldn't they couldn't make it up like that if they wanted to. Yeah. They just have to communicate through the phrases that they have. 
Which is weird. Well, I mean, that's not ha- entirely true because Woody's got a string, but he can speak and whatnot. But right, but none of the, like, recorded communicated things, like, none of them use their own, like, their own words. Like, this, the speaking spell yeah. has to have it input. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. What about the... Because Woody uses the, the toy walkie-talkie speaker thing to talk to all the toys when they're getting ready for Christmas, right? When he's setting up right, the, right. the thing. And it walks up to him, and he pulls the walkie-talkie off. But that thing doesn't talk on its own. Woody no. has to talk through it. It's still just a loudspeaker Yeah, that can't communicate on its own. That's so weird. Yeah. There were... What was the choosing process with what toys got to be alive and which ones don't? I don't what know. parameters are there on this? Look, there, there, there's only one consistency I can actually see. No balls. No, well, no balls. And it has to have... <laughs> no balls. <laughs> it has to have some kind of feet, whether they have uh, wheels or, uh, or two legs individually. Because like, the little robots can move, and they've got wheels. No, that's not true either because the the squeaky penguin doesn't have feet. He has two feet. They're not like prominent, but he's got them. They just don't look very big cuz he's pudgy. But he's got two little penguin feet. And uh, what about weeble wobbles? I don't know. Oh, the Russian nesting dolls were also alive. Oh yeah, they don't have feet. They don't have feet. So it's not faces, it's not feet. No. I, it still might be faces. I mean, they're not required, but, like... It's something, at least, that could be taken as... Like, RC doesn't have a face, but he can articulate and make it, like... It looks like he has a face. Right. I mean, like... No, because Etch-A-Sketch. Well, Etch-A-Sketch can draw a face. And it, you could look at it as two eyes. Yeah, I suppose. Hmm. Uh, the... The speak and spell does have like a bunch a of facial structure with the screen and the buttons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so I think if you can if you can vaguely define a face on the object, that's what it, that's that's our parameter. You need to vaguely define. So if I drew a face on a ball, if I will send a ball, theoretically, possibly it could because we established in Toy Story Four, which I haven't seen, but I know they established that the Sporky, m- yeah, Sporky made toys count. Yeah. So if I Wilson a ball, <laughs> you will a ball into existence. Yeah, son. Good, good. I can make sentient, but that's all I needed. <laughs> I can. Uh, I just need to make sure my balls are sapient. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I needed. <laughs> then maybe if I draw a face on him, he can talk. Not to you. I mean, it depends on my mental state. <laughs> <laughs> Look, in that case, he was probably already talking. You were just giving him a mouth to scream I, with. I really needed the, the the face on there. Otherwise, I'm like, if he doesn't have a face, I'm just a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be talking to something. It doesn't, yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. There's uh, the, the, There's got to be a whole lot of toys, because we basically covered action figures and balls and speaking spells and etch spells. What about, like, a like a Hot Wheels car? Or, like, a micro-machine? Like, a tiny, tiny car? See, I could get down on that. I could get down on, like, being just being a Hot Wheel. Um, 
just get outside, go drive through the yard and whatnot. I think you'd get stuck. You'd immediately get stuck in grass. Uh, I think I would want to be like one of the bigger, like a, a truck Hot Wheel. Yeah, there are little monster truck toys that my, that my son has. They're like, they're just a, like about the same size on like the cab area, but the the wheels are huge, mm-hmm. like ridiculously large. I think being one of those would be rad for going outside. Yeah. But it, it, if I was like at the home of a Hot Wheels fanatic and there was just a course set up all the time, that. Yeah. Oh, Lego. Oh, unfor- I'll be a Lego guy. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because then you can just rebuild yourself however you want. Yeah, if we're at my house, I got a whole fucking city to go through mm-hmm. hang out with. I got a got little all music the ships and everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lego guy. Lego guy was definitely my answer now. <laughs> Try to walk through the Lego town, your feet just get stuck on the bricks, and you're like, God, God damn it. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll walk through the Lego town and be like, I know I don't have a nose, but I'm pretty sure it smells like cat piss. <laughs> hmm. That's, I think the problem with being a, a Hot Wheel and a Hot Wheel fanatic's home is that you're going to be one of the Hot Wheels that's like stuck on the wall in your box for all of eternity because oh, yeah. you're definitely going to be worth money one day. I, w- I was thing. more thinking a Hot Wheel kid, not a Hot Wheel collector. Oh, yeah, yeah. One, one of the kids has just got, like, drawers full, and then mm-hmm. there's just, like, one track that he never takes all the way apart because he's reassembling it. I had a friend like this as a kid. See, I think a lot of this, like you said, is contingent on the fact of what what kind of kid or person you're a toy for. yeah. Because if you were a part of, like, yeah, you if you're in the home of someone that collects things and whatnot, you're kind of fucked. Well, it depends, because, like, uh, it depends on how old your packaging is and how easily you are able to, like, put yourself back. Yeah. Because, like the like, prospector. Yeah. Uh, uh, easy Pete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, pretty much, though. But he's a bastard, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Easy Pete, but he's a bastard. That's that's the prospector from the Woody show. Toy Story 2. 2, yeah. I like that one. Toy Story 3 was the one that had the mafia stuffed bear in yeah. the daycare, right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. It's also the one where they introduced Barbie and Ken, I think. No, Barbie was in the second one. Was she? Yeah, she talked about bringing down the patriarchy. It was great. Yeah. I don't remember. I haven't seen it. I never watched the fourth one, so... I think I saw the third one one time. Hmm. I've seen bits and pieces of the third one. I've never actually seen it all the way through. But I saw the first two in theaters. Because I was a child. (laughs) I I really liked the first one. The second one for me was kind of meh. See, I really liked the second one because I'd like... Well, the first theater experience I can remember is Toy Story, mm-hmm. and so I was when I was very young. And then uh, the when the second one came out, it was like when I was old enough to understand that it was a sequel to something that I liked, and we went to the theaters for it. So it was very exciting. Yeah. Oh, it would never matter what kind of quality it was. It was that's just where it holds a spot in my memory. Never. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I just, I remember I watched the first one a lot. I had the first one on VHS, and then the second one I watched a few times, and I was like, eh, eh, it's kind of okay. And then the third one I watched, like, once, and I was like, nah. 
I think by the time the third one came out, though, I was old enough that I didn't care about Toy Story anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now I look back, I'm like, maybe I should rewatch it. Like, as an adult, maybe I'd have a better view of it now. Yeah, I, I would like to watch the third one all the way through, because there's a fourth one out, and there's a fifth one on the way, if you want to God, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Five Toy Stories. Gonna... And that doesn't include all the Toy Story shorts they have on Disney+, Plus, yeah. which is a lot. milk that cow for all it's worth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> Tom Hanks has never been above a little extra milking. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. I'm trying to think of other toys that would be fun to be. Slinky, slinky, everyone loves a slinky. See, but you have to be a slinky like like Slink was. You have to be like a dog slinky because you do, otherwise you don't have a face. It's true. It's true. Um, I don't know. Uh, could you imagine being a Funko Pop? In a Funko Pop collectors. Oh, that would suck. Yeah, because you are not only in a box with a bunch of others, but, like, you're probably in a pile, so you can't even open your box. Mm-hmm. And beyond that, the person who bought you was like, oh, cool, and then never, ever looked at you again. It'd be like being one of those uh, <clears throat> those little figurines that Nintendo made that you're, you put Amiibos. them on. Amiibos, yeah, you put them on the machine, and then you play the game with them or whatever. They you were, usually get bonuses in game from them. You were they were really f- big and popular for all of like a month, and then everyone forgot they existed. They still produce them. That's awful. They can't be making money on that. Uh, I don't think they're losing money on them because like people buy them as collectibles outside of the thing. But also, there's a lot of hardcore Nintendo people who buy all of the amiibos so they can have all of the in-game content that goes with them because it's the only way to get a lot of it. That's awful fuck you nintendo yeah you can get special outfits and stuff in breath of the wild like that's man people get mad about loot crates and shit that's that god well see the difference between this and loot crates is that loot crates are literally gambling yeah you're not guaranteed the thing this This you are this is you're buying a physical product and you get a digital uh software like thing you're buying both of those things for the price of the physical product and they're not very expensive it's not like they're 50 dollars like super detailed statues they're like 10 or 15 bucks yeah uh, mm-hmm. i still don't like it I, it feels I, all freemium bullshit shit to me it's it's just not that though it's it's extra shit that's just it's extra it doesn't affect you if you don't buy it Like, it literally does not. You just don't press the Amiibo option in your options menu. (laughs) Which I never have. Exactly. And so there's no reason for you to be mad about it, because it is just extra stuff. It's just dumb. It's a waste of your stress. It's just dumb. (laughs) Dumb things make me mad, man. uh, Day one DLC is dumb. Day one patches are dumb. You should release full games. Those are things that completed are... games. Yeah, fin- finished. Those are graphically games. and 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 everything. Yeah, you should have everything that makes a game a game done with the game when you're done with the game. Yeah, and if you're not done with the game, don't release it. That's those are things I think are dumb. Speaking of games, do we consider games toys? No, no, not board games, not anything like that. I I suppose if the board game pieces have faces, like the detailed Monopoly ones, mm-hmm. maybe. But um, I 
honestly can't imagine a worse hell. Can, yeah, can you imagine how bad that is? Like, at night, in the box, the, what, the, the Monopoly, the cat and the dog come alive. And they're looking around at the other pieces. They're like, oh, we're alive, we're alive. And the hat and the car and the thimble and everything. Maybe not the car. Maybe the car would also come yeah. alive. But the thimble and the hat and the boot are all just lifelessly sitting there. <laughs> Some well, the of them other... have a T-Rex in them now. The T-Rex would also... But then, like, all the pieces that are alive are like, Yay, we're alive! Come on, buddies! And the other two are just like, Bleh! <laughs> <laughs> like, did they just... Did they die? Did they just not wake up with T-Rex, us? I think the T-Rex just puts the hat on. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I... That would be a hell because... I have a hard time with those little tiny arms. Have somebody else put the hat on for him. Whatever. Maybe the dog. Uh... But that would suck because you're always in darkness until somebody gets you out where you cannot move. And then, like, you're just out for, like, five hours while people scream at each other. And then you're thrown back into the box violently when somebody gets too mad about the game being over. And then you just get put back into the darkness. Until some kid doesn't take care of the box right and then the pieces get scattered. Ah, and then you have freedom. That's what you wait for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're a piece of metal, too. So it's not like you're going to like degrade or yeah. break very easily. You're, and you're stuck in a box, so you're mm-hmm. not even getting weathered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then one day, some kid or the just time is going to make that box fall apart. Well, and you, you will have your for break day. for freedom. <laughs> Oh, man, that'd be a fun D&D campaign. You just, like, start off in the dump. (laughs) You're just like, you've been asleep for a very long time, but light has finally creeped through your box. Your box? Yes, your box. (laughs) You are metal. (laughs) What do you do? You're a tiny metal man. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be a cool campaign, because you wouldn't, like, need rests or, like, food. So it wouldn't be that much of a thing. You just have to explore. Yeah. You could still, like, get destroyed. Yeah. But... It would take a lot because you're metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it can happen. Yeah. Fun campaign idea. That'd be good. Um, be one of the story-based ones, I think. Not really uh Oh, oh yeah. It wouldn't be so much an action-y thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what other toys would be good to be? I'm trying to think in my son's room was mostly like the stuff we've mentioned, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, now that we've narr- we've figured out that you have to have a face on it, it yeah. kind of limits the options a little bit more. Can't yeah. be like sentient Nerf gun or anything like that. You know what I mean? Well, some of them have faces. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. Well, they've got. I saw one of them is like uh, they they do a lot of collaborations now. Um, and I think it was somebody with a staff. It might have been, like, Donatello from TMNT. Okay. But somebody's staff shot Nerf darts out the tip. And that, mm. that was, like, the, the, the gimmick <laughs> of that product. Okay. And I just don't understand fully. I don't either, but I want that toy. <laughs> That's a cool toy. <laughs> All right. All right. I just thought it was silly when I looked at it. I was just like, mm. No, that's, that's the kind of thing I'd be like, oh, no way. Fump. Fump. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude, they, they have so many cool Nerf guns now. I would love to get them, but I also would just like play with them for a couple of days and just set them off to the side. I know it. Yeah. But they've got like minigun level Nerf guns and just... Dude, I have uh, this sick-ass Nerf gun at my house that is uh, 
a lever action rifle. Oh hell yeah! And it's so much fun, and like it breaks down, so I can take like the the extended barrel off of it, and I can take the the butt off of it, and it's a like a little sawed off uh lever action yeah. gun. If I do that, like it's so much fun. I've like I've played around with it enough that I can do the thing where like I flip it out and like I cock it as I like flip it around <laughs> my hand. Hell yeah! Bam! <laughs> I, I, it's fun. And I never have Nerf Wars with it. No one else has Nerf guns, but I'm like, I like my Nerf gun. This thing's cool. We have quite a few Nerf guns. We should maybe do that. Maybe maybe for D&D one time, we'll just be like, all right, guys, pick your guns. I also have a couple of Airsoft guns if we ever wanted to do Airsoft. Hell yeah. Well, they've got those um, Nerf balls. Yeah, I haven't used those, but those are cool. They're really cool. Like, I, I let the guns get kind of shit and lost all the balls that we had but like um they're they kind of hurt oh yeah yeah like just a little bit but probably like like not as bad as an airsoft gun no not as bad as an airsoft gun but enough you don't really want to shoot a six-year-old with it okay yeah i have a an airsoft pump action shotgun and just a little pistol and they're fun to play with I love a single shot pistol. Anyway, um, we're we're drifting. This is a little bit of a shorter episode, but I think that's all the toy talk we have. Yeah, I think so. Uh, <laughs> there's <laughs> lots of toys out there and uh, lots of phones. I'm sure we missed a couple. If you can think of a fun one to be, yeah. Uh, also, maybe one of the animals that comes. You know those little tiny packs of just little figurines. Oh yeah. Just like oh, like the circus animals or African animals or whatever. Just yeah. an animal out of one of those packs that could be also fun. An octopus that doesn't have to adhere to the water rules? Yeah. That'd be rad. A little tiny plastic cheetah so I could just sprint around everywhere? Yeah. Fun shit. That'd be cool. I could dig that. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.